Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. It's a beautiful psalm, no? It's called Psalm 63, and it's attributed to David when he was in the desert where uh, he was being pursued by King Saul. No? So he lost his titles, he lost his family, he lost everything. And just him and God in the desert, no? he couldn't even worship in the temple. Isn't it something similar to our age? No? What's happening around us, maybe not as bad as David, but we, you can feel and you can relate with him. No? But in the desert, uh, this beautiful prayer came out. You know? And for David, he realized that he can lose everything except God, except his faith in the living God. You know? It's beautiful. It says, O oh God, you are my God, for you I long. For you, my soul is thirsting. You know? So it's not just the soul, but he also says, my body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. And then he came to the very heart of it. He said, so I gazed on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory, for your love is better than life itself. For your love is better than life itself. I remember in the Song of Song, it says, like is like a fire, no? No water can quench it, no? A man would give everything uh, to have that love. And that's for David, no? something that we can learn from is that of the love of God can satisfy the soul and can even refresh the body. And in the, in the beginning of the song, we sing that God is holy. As you were reflecting last week, the, the call to holiness you know, the beginning of holiness for us is to behold the beauty of God, to really see and gaze upon the Lord and to acknowledge and experience his beauty. One of the beautiful psalms is called Psalm 27. In verse 4, it says, One thing I shall ask of the Lord, and this I will go after, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. You see, the Lord has given us a soul. We have a soul. Uh, that's God's gift for us. And our soul feeds on beauty. Why? Because the one who made it is beautiful. If you remember in Genesis, it says... Uh, we are created, we are designed, we are made in the image and likeness of God. And if God is beautiful, then you and I are beautiful. Now, this is not just about physical beauty. The Lord has given us that too. But it's more the beauty from the inside that is overflowing to the outside. And it's beautiful here because in the first reading, um, 
you know, it talks about uh, wisdom personified. Uh, it's like a lady wisdom, very beautiful, very attractive. Uh, I really like that, no? that uh, when you find wisdom, the anxiety will leave you. So that's the part of gazing at the Lord. It's not just the physical that we see, but it's more the insight that we see with our minds, that we gaze upon the Lord with our hearts. And because of that, while we're feeding on, or the love of God, the beauty of God is flowing into us, transforming us from the inside, making us beautiful from within. And because of that, our action can be a manifestation, an overflow of that beauty. So I'd just like to give you a few tips, how to stay beautiful in the world today. Uh, What I mean beauty here is to be a beautiful person, to be a good person like our God. Number one, feed your minds with truths and not doubts. Feed your minds with truths and not doubts. You see, our minds can be shifted very quickly. Our minds can be feeble. And most of it is because of what we see, what's happening around us, our situation. But for St. Paul in Romans 12, he says that uh, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice to God by the transformation, by the renewal of your mind. And this is a fitting worship to God. The renewal of our mind. First and foremost is to hear God's word for you. Now, truth comes from the word of God. Uh, In Philippians, uh, Philippians Chapter 4, verse 8, it says there, Fix your thoughts on what is true, good, and right. Think about these things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine, good things in others. Think about all you can praise God for and be glad about it. So when you read the Word of God, when you listen to the Word of God, when you see the Word of God alive in people, when you think about these things, you are feeding your mind with truths. That you have a good God, you have a Father who loves you, you have a Savior who died for you, you have the Holy Spirit who empowers you. It's very easy to fix our gaze upon ourselves, you know, what's wrong with us, and it's very, very hard to see what's right with us, no? Or then we look upon others, that's what we see as well. But my encouragement for you to manifest the beauty of God, first and foremost, is to gaze upon the truth. Who is really God for me? Who is God as revealed by Jesus? Who is God as revealed by the saints? Who is God as experienced by the people who evangelize me? Who is God now in this situation that I am in? It's very easy to be dissuaded or be persuaded by the circumstances that's happening around us. 
Uh, but if we remember, uh, if we allow ourselves to be membered again, to join again into the Word of God, you know, the truths about God as revealed by Jesus, as proclaimed by the church for many, many years now, that you and I are beloved, that you and I are acceptable, that you and I are worthy. And what's our proof? Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. One of the translation of the good shepherd, you know, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. One translation actually is beautiful. I am the beautiful shepherd. Now we have a beautiful Lord, a beautiful savior, because he sees how God designed us, the original design of God, the beauty, the image that we carry in our hearts. So for St. Paul, it says to become beautiful like the Lord. Now from the inside out, number one, feed your minds with truths, not with doubts. To avoid doubting, my encouragement for you is to remember. Remember who God is for you, what he has done for you and for the people that you know, and what Jesus did for all of us. Then you can see how beautiful is the Lord. To fix your minds on what is pure, what is holy, what is acceptable, and to praise God for it. You see, if you're so busy thanking the Lord and praising the Lord and seeing the beauty of the Lord, then less and less you will complain or you will uh, find doubts in your hearts. So allow the Lord to fix your hearts, fix your minds on the truths that Jesus revealed to us. How do you do this? Um, Meditation, reflection, contemplation. Um, It's very busy now, no? Uh, Especially with all our technologies and now you're streaming. Uh, But uh, to to create a space where you can actually gain insights, no? To really hear the Lord, to reflect, to exercise the muscles of your minds, to hear the Lord, to gaze upon him, to meditate, and to create a space where your soul can actually savor the beauty of God. Secondly, is to feed your hearts with healing love. You see, what makes a person beautiful is health. If you're healthy, no, it's beautiful. You can see it in someone's skin. The, it radiates. No? If you're a healthy person uh, and then you're functioning properly, you're functioning well, no, that's beautiful. No? And the more you take care of your health, the more you take care of your body, the more people can recognize who the creator is, who the designer is. No? So be good stewards of your body, but more importantly, Let us be good stewards of our hearts. You see, what disfigures us 
what can uh, distract us from becoming beautiful from within is a lot of painful memories, a lot of self-condemnation, a lot of criticism, uh, lots and lots of negative thoughts. And because of the negative thoughts, it's producing uh, uncomfortable and unpleasant feelings. No? In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says, um, the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. So it's not just a drip or a drop. You know? It's poured, like, a, like really overflowing love. No? So my encouragement for you, especially if you're like me, you have a lot of emotional wounds, uh, memories, uh, broken relationships. You know, the way to healing, the way towards healing, is to focus on the healing love of God. You know, to focus on how we are, even though in our situation, in our current situation, we are still acceptable to God. That you and I are totally desired by God, not because of who we are and what we can do, but because he is love. Uh, the nature of God is love. And the most natural thing to do for God is to love. In a way, he doesn't have to decide. He just loves. No? And our soul feeds on love. We all need belonging. We all need affirmation and appreciation. I was working with youth ministry for a long time, and especially uh, I work a lot with uh, young people in growing up in the slums and the poor areas, like myself, and sometimes I go to the mountain. Most of my work is that of encouragement and appreciation. Uh, these young people have experienced a lot of uh, discouragement, disappointment, hurts. And it, made, it took me about, to see one transformation in a person, it took me about three years just to help one person uh, really gain confidence and gain healing, at least the initial healing. But what I do a lot is that of appreciation, affirmation, encouragement, and to see the gold in them, to see what's good in them, not what's wrong with them. Sometimes I point out the wrong or the things that need some work uh, because of the beauty that is available for them, or the transformation that can happen for them. And that's what the Lord does to us, no? especially in the gospel today, where we can see that the Lord is coming. You know, that's what the, the gospel is saying, that we have to be ready. So if you're focused on the past, if we so focus on the wounds of the past, it's very hard to move forward and prepare for the future. Uh, that's why we need a lot of affirmation and healing, you know, that I believe in you, you can do it. You know, we have a good God. We have a beautiful Savior. We have the Holy Spirit to empower us. You know, we can do it. 
But if you're so fixed on the hurt and the wound and really holding on to, my question for you is that, what does it do for you when you hold on to the grudge, to the pain, to the unforgiveness? What does it do for you? Who are you becoming when you do that? No. I'm not saying it's very easy to let go of the feelings, no? But my encouragement for you is that there's something beautiful that is available for you. The healing love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. The healing love of Jesus can set you free to live a new life, to have a fresh start. There's a lot of affirmation in the scriptures Isaiah 43, it says, Do not be afraid, I am with you. I have called you by name and you are mine. When you go through the fire, you will not be burned. You will go through the river, you will not be overwhelmed. For you are precious in my eyes, you are honored, and you are loved. That's beautiful appreciation, isn't it? Affirmation. So my encouragement for you is to open your hearts to the beautiful healing love of Jesus for you so that you can move forward and prepare for the coming of the Lord. And if there's any deep-seated healing that you need, the Holy Spirit can help you. And the Holy Spirit works with some people around you. They can pray over you. They can offer prayers for you, encouragement, counseling, therapy. There's so many available gifts that is uh, upon us. So my encouragement for you is to avail of the healing love of God. Feed your hearts with the healing love and not self-condemnation. Lastly, um, how can we be beautiful today as God is beautiful? Now it says in the song, we sang, let your face shine on us so that the world will know that you are a living God, that you live. I remember Mother Teresa mentioned that uh, there was a book written about her, uh, Something Beautiful for God. Uh, but the quote was, Mother Teresa is saying to an audience, say, I can do something you can do something that has make something beautiful for God. I can do things, you can do things, let us make something beautiful for God. You know, part of beauty that is flowing within us and transforming us, healing us from within, you know, part of becoming beautiful is expressing it, showing it to the people around us. Uh, so that the world will know that we have a living God, we have a beautiful God, that's the aim. No? So my encouragement for you is to be excellent in whatever you do. If you're a musician, if you're a cook, if you're a lawyer, if you're a psychologist, be excellent in what you do. If you're a technician, if you're a whatever you can do, do it well for the Lord. And when people see that you do things extraordinarily well, you know, they will begin to question, you know, what do you believe? Why do you do that? 
That's amazing. That's beautiful. Now, then little by little, now, that can be an opening for you to show that the beauty of the, what you do is coming from the beauty that you experience from within, and that beauty has a source in God, has its source in God. So when you speak, when you relate, when you think, when you love people, you know, they can see the face of God in you. I know you heard me this, but I, I really like Les Mis. And part of the, the closing song there it says that, and remember the truth that was once was spoken, to love another person is to see the face of God. To love another person is to see the face of God. When you care extraordinarily well, when you serve, when you do things well, you're becoming like Jesus. In the gospel, they have the comment that said, he does everything well. That's beautiful, isn't it? That people can encounter God in you through what you do. So it's not only in your minds, not only in your hearts, but most of all in what you can do for others. That whatever you do, do it well. And because of that, you are making the lives of people much easier. You're helping them to experience beauty. You're helping them to experience love. So my encouragement for you is to feed your minds with truths. To feed your hearts, to fill your hearts with love. And whatever you do, do it well. Whatever you do, whether your thoughts, your actions, your speech, your behavior, do it well. So that the face of God can shine upon you and people will know that we have a beautiful living God amongst us. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.